Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, welcome back. It is uh, Tom and Lori here again um, on the podcast. It is uh, Wednesday. Here we are halfway through the week already. And um, uh, before Lori shares a little bit about how she experiences some Christian community in her life, we have to get the mundane <laughs> trivia. Well, not trivia. Try, I'll try to redeem way. myself there you here. Go. Okay. Now, you might get this one. Well, I've said that before, didn't I? <laughs> I don't find that encouraging, okay. Tom. So what are elves' favorite types of photos? Um, uh, self- selfies? Elfies? Elfies! Yay! Yes, you got one! Right. Elfies. Elfies. Well, that's really bad. Isn't that bad? <laughs> okay. And finally for today, what is Santa Claus's tax status? Like, is he, do you mean like a dependent or like? I don't know. That's not it though. What is Santa Claus's tax status? He's elf employed. Elf employed. Elf employed. (laughs) Okay. And the accountants listening to this are just rolling their eyes. Oh my goodness. Where do you get that from? (laughs) Awesome. Anyway. So Lori, um, today is Wednesday, um, halfway through the week, and we we love for our listeners to kind of share a little bit about how they experience Christian community in their lives. And so how do you do? How do you experience Christian community? Um, well, one way is definitely here at VP. Um, I am honored, blessed, humbled to be on the elder team here. And that's just a great group of people, just really great community and, you know, definitely been interesting at times over the last few years, just going through some of the various challenges. Yes. But definitely. And I think we were on kind of during we were, the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yep. COVID was really fun. Oh, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but that's definitely something though that I feel very blessed and I really feel stretched and grow from that sense of community mm. in there. Um, you know, at school, I'm actually very blessed too. I work in a public school, but my grade team is awesome, and we definitely spend some time in prayer and just, um, yeah, just really try to journey this job of teaching together, mm. this calling of teaching together, and kind of add that spiritual aspect to it as well. Very cool. So yeah, and just you know, various relationships in my life, individuals or families that we do life with, that really have just. Yeah, been Jesus to right. us, and yeah. yeah, so we're blessed with a lot of different. That's cool, and then and then you're here on Sunday mornings, yep, here right? On when Sunday we have uh, two hundred of us here, or whatever, right? Yes. And so that's the large Christian community, yep. and so yep. And then I've been able to serve on the prayer team at times, mm. and yeah, just cool. yeah, very cool. Yeah, and thanks for your leadership with the well, elders. Thanks. <laughs> When when I was on when I was on the elder board for six or I think it was six or seven years, I just loved the fact that the elders seek the Lord, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I remember, yeah. Let hey, let's let's take a month and let's pray about this, and let's come back in thirty days and and let's talk about what we heard from the Lord instead of just saying this is what I think should happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I just love the fact that the elders here at VP seek the Lord's face. You know. What does he want us to do here? Right. So thank you for continuing that. Yeah, I think it's the only way to 
do it. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, there are there are other ways to lead a church, but I'm uh, sure. this is this is the correct way <laughs> to lead a church. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> so thank you. Um, all right, so we are looking at Luke chapter seven today, uh, verses eleven through seventeen. And I will read this short little story about Jesus raising a widow's son. And then um, Lori and I will just have a short conversation about that. Sounds good. So here we go. I'm going to clear my throat first. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Luke 7, 11. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her. And he said, don't cry. And then he went up and touched the bier that they had uh, been carrying him on. And the bearers stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, get up. And the dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. And this news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. All right, Lori, would you pull out of this uh, very short story here? Yeah. Um, well, I think one thing I kind of pulled out was reading this in succession with the other passages that we had been reading. I feel like there's almost like a raising of the stakes as far as what Jesus is doing in his ministry. Like when he first started his ministries, his ministry, um, it felt like some of the things he was doing were, you know, he was healing people and that's what they said. He was healing people. But then in the last passage we read, he said to the paralytic, like your sins are forgiven and he healed the person. So he kind of added that extra like layer. And then here he's raising somebody from the dead. So it almost seems like his miracles are getting bigger Mm. as far as just what people are seeing. And the hype is getting bigger too, probably. And I guess I noticed that at the end of the passage when it talks about, you know, the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea Mm -hmm. and the surrounding country. You know, obviously this was a time before social media (laughs) and before any type of media. So everything was just spread by word of mouth. But like... As things continued to happen, it almost got to be bigger and bigger, like raising somebody from the dead. I mean, that's pretty big, you know, and I'm sure just it just spread more and more. So I feel like like you're building towards something Mm. almost as you look at these in succession. I can't say that always. I saw that pattern when I was looking at them individually, the stories, but reading them in succession. interesting because I had not noticed that, but you saw that kind of like a succession. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I love the part, too where it talks about Jesus's heart just went out to the widow. Yes, I had that circled as well. Yeah, just that compassion and that heart. And I think that's just that human side that Jesus never loses, even as he does these amazing miracles. And even as he, you know, travels in pride, becomes more famous and everything like that, you know, like his heart still stays soft. Yes. And so, I mean, and that's the same for us right here in, 2022, right, at right. the end of this year here, you know, his heart goes out to us too. I mean, whether we're struggling with a little thing, mm-hmm. you know, that just causes us like a daily type of stress or whether we're struggling with a huge thing that's kind of a year year or more type of stress or sickness, mm-hmm. his heart goes out to us, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's just something that we need to remember about our God, about our Jesus, about our Holy Spirit is his heart goes out mm-hmm. to us. 
And what I what I circled here too is then then um, so his heart went out to this woman, right? Right, the the widow and her um, her dead son, and then he goes up and it says, and he touched, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's so cool that Jesus touches, mm-hmm. you know, physically, mm-hmm. you know, like he did back then, but I think he does it today too, you know, mm-hmm. he touches us physically, spiritually. Um, now I'm dating myself here, but there's that old hymn. I think it was, I think it was written by the Gaithers, Bill and Gloria Gaither, called "He Touched Me." Yep. Okay. Yep. It's going through and my I, mind now. And I, and I and I looked up the chorus part here. Okay. You know, and some of you um, more seasoned listeners might know this this chorus, but it says, "He touched me, oh, he touched me, and oh, the joy that floods my soul. Hmm. Something happened, and now I know he touched me and made me." whole. And that's exactly what he did for this woman, right? Mm-hmm. He brought joy back into her life. He made her and her family whole kind of again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there was not a husband here because it says she was a widow, but he brought joy and he made that situation whole again. And he can do that today mm-hmm. too. And he really restored her too, because I mean, in those days, your sons were who took care of the widow, like yes. who took care of their mothers. Yes. And it says he was her only son and she was a widow. So like, not only was she facing the loss of her son, but she was also really probably facing the loss of her ability to maintain any kind of livelihood or any type of stable life. Yeah, widows were not looked highly upon. No, and I think that's the part too, when Jesus has compassion on her, they were not looked highly upon. Women in general weren't looked highly upon, and yet he gave her value because he saw her and his heart went out to her. And so it's like, I see you, and I see your value. And I mean, don't we all just want to be told that? Yes. That's that's what we long to hear, whether it's from humans or God. And like really, of course, it's going to be more satisfying coming from God. Like right. it's going to be more lasting and impactful. And that's what our hearts were made to hear. Right. But, you know, that compassion piece that comes out of him like that. Right. And so as we kind of move into our Wednesday here, if you're listening in the morning here or if you're listening in the evening, um, so so what is something we can like, what's a nugget of truth that we can just like cling to the two of us and, and the people that are listening today? What, what would you say would be something we could just cling to? I think that God still sees us, mm. that Jesus still sees us. And I think I can't help but kind of relate it to this time of year too, because I feel like just in past conversations and just in past situations over even the last few weeks, there's so much hurt out there. And I think it gets amplified at this time of year. It gets magnified because the holidays are supposed to be all about family and togetherness and friends. And when you're not feeling that, when you're feeling hurt or pain or brokenness, I think to hear that our Savior sees you mm-hmm. and he wants to make you whole and restore and that that doesn't necessarily mean that every problem you're facing is going to go away overnight, but you have value and he sees you and he loves you and he wants to restore that. So I guess that's, that's what I would want to take away from this. Yes. It's just, especially at this time of year, I think it's a really great message for us yes. to hear. And that's a great way to end today's podcast. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. All right, listeners, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. 
We would love to hear from you. 